Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Comfort Zone. I am your host, Joe Barksdale. Uh, to the first-time visitors, as well as the repeat offenders, thank you guys for checking us out. Um, this is a mental health podcast that looks at mental health through the lenses of arts and entertainment. But we branch off from things. That's why I'm doing the overarching, you know, arts and entertainment as opposed to music, sports, and comedy. All right, and there I go saying it again anyway. But that's what we do. Um, before I get into it, these episodes um, and conversations can be therapeutic. They can have those kind of, you know, qualities, but I'm not a therapist my guest today is not a therapist either, um, but he's a really good friend of mine. Um, and with that, I'm going to go to the feelings wheel. <clears throat> I feel like I already had a feeling picked out, but I feel relaxed. I don't even know if that's on the feelings wheel, but that's how I feel. I feel very relaxed. That's messed up. I'm not even you. Okay. Hold on. Let me see. Uh... <laughs> relaxed isn't even on here. All right. I feel, uh, optimistic, I guess. I'm happy. All right. There it is. I'm happy. That's how I feel today. Um, and now I'm going to introduce our guest is Tim McCarthy. Tim. What is going on, Joe? Thank you for having me on, man. Thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, to everyone out there, my name is Tim McCarthy, host of the podcast 20 Tim Minutes. It's a mental health podcast that focuses on uh, mental health. I just did that all wrong. Uh, it's about uh, humor, insight, and personal stories. I do episodes of roughly 20 minutes on Tuesdays, and I have interviews on Thursdays. One of my early interviews is with you, Joe, and it's one of my favorites. It's a lot of other people's <laughs> favorites, too. And I'm not just saying that either, because we had a wild conversation, and that was the first time we ever talked. We really did, and it really was. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm happy to have you i mean I yeah would man i would consider your podcast like art no not yeah. like art i would consider it art yeah well i appreciate be- it because it's, a- it's your way of you know like they say like true art imitates life and you know your podcast imitates life and gets out the things that you want to say so yeah it's a vehicle for you getting your message across that's art thanks brother yeah um, where are you at on the feelings wheel? Well, oh, I have I one, any... but oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I, I took a look at it. I okay. was going to go with shocked because I was surprised. Relax wasn't on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like can you find it? No, I was looking the whole time, and yeah. I don't think relaxed is one. Jeez, am I not but, allowed uh, to feel relaxed? <laughs> no, you can't. It's I think playful, thing, maybe. I, <laughs> I feel playful. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's um, why you feel I'm playful. At... No, I'm actually going to go with courageous today. Okay. Do I tell you what I? If you want to, I just. Oh yeah, for sure. My bad. So uh, the reason I'm feeling courageous today, um, I don't know when you're going to air this, but today is May 5th, uh, 2022. Mm -hmm. I actually, three years before this on May 5th, 2019 is the day I uh, attempted to kill myself. So I'm feeling courageous today after telling my story, getting through that. And here I am with you. So feeling courageous, powerful, all those, all that little slither right on the line. Nice. Do you usually celebrate Cinco de Mayo? I don't. I call it Cinco de Hango now. What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> have you, um, have you, have you gotten back into comedy? Like as far as um, going out to any shows or doing anything? 
No, I have to. I keep writing some things down just for like ideas. I haven't wrote down like any jokes yet, but I do have to go back up. I keep telling you that and I'm going to have to do it because at one point you're going to be like, dude, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'll just be like, you know, oh, I got to keep going up. I got to keep going up. And then one day I'll just have a show in Boston. Like you're going up. You got five minutes. Yeah. Hey, you're always welcome up here, man. You'd kill up here. <laughs> what, um, so speaking of the art, what got you into like the podcast in the first place? Yeah. So me and my buddy Billy did a podcast years ago, like 2015 called Bill and Tim's Bogus Podcast. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of knew how to start it. And then 2019, like I said, I had my like battle with uh, depression, suicide, which I still battle depression. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like give back because I had so much help through friends, family, medication, therapy. It was like, I just wanted to show other people they're not alone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I like the sound of my own voice sometimes. I was like, maybe I can do a podcast. And being a bald white dude with a beard, I <laughs> am a dime a dozen. So I had to think outside the box and I wanted to do a mental health podcast. And the reason for the name 20 Tim Minutes is kind of a joke because I have ADHD and mm. I can only talk for so many minutes. So 20 Tim Minutes is like the best one. I couldn't I couldn't do 15 minutes, Tim. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the only one that flows off the tongue. I agree. So, yeah, I, I, I appreciate you naming it art because that that is a cool way of looking at it. I never looked at it that way. Yeah, like... It's up on it's up on Spotify and iTunes and the, uh, among all this other art. Why wouldn't it be art? I mean, granted, That's everybody's true. podcast is art, but your I mean, okay, everyone's podcast isn't good art, but by the definition, I do think everyone's podcast is art. Right. So, some people use a paintbrush. Some people use their fingers. Yeah, and some people just don't need to be painted <laughs> at all. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so, what are the, in your opinion, um, since you've been doing this? What are the what are the best what is the best part of podcasting or the couple best of some if there's a tie and then what's the worst part of podcasting? I think the the best part is meeting people, man. Like me and you didn't know each other at all, and we linked up and became friends. We keep chatting, so I think meeting guests and meeting new people, making new friends, like off Twitter and all these other podcasters, that, that's like my favorite thing to do. And then doing interviews kind of goes hand in hand with that. Like I love chatting with people. It's it's very cool to do it on the internet because I don't have to be with somebody face to face where it's like, I feel like it's like um, I'm saying my sins to the priest. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think, and the worst part is definitely the editing. And then I would say the self-doubt you get sometimes where you feel like you have imposter syndrome. Like, am I even doing this right? Am I really a mental health advocate? Am I this and that? And you just go through this like little like ball of confusion, I would say. And then you're like, you know what? I do rock. This is art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can dig that. Speaking of, uh, you said something and it reminded me of, remind me to tell you about this panel, this mental health panel that I did in New York. (laughs) Deal. Deal. Cause you just, oh, that's what it was. You say what you said about the uh the priest. And this dude was oh, sitting yeah. here talking about how bad his life was. He was like, you know, I went to the church and I spoke to the priest, you know. I came back the next day, the priest said he didn't want to see me again. I'm like, all right, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> we get and it. How dog. bad was like, it? Yeah, like what the <laughs> priest was like, nah, I'm good. I'm I'm good, like forever. Like, what did you say? You came on to the priest. Anyway. <laughs> speaking of uh priests do you um would you consider yourself religious 
I'm not actually. I grew up Catholic, but I wouldn't consider myself religious. Okay. Side note: Have you seen? Um, are you a, are you a fan of horror? Horror? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen Midnight Mass? No, I haven't. Uh, I, a lot of people have. Is it good? It's really good. Shout out to Midnight uh, Mass. <laughs> it was really good. Like if if y'all like horror, I love horror. Um, yeah. What's your favorite horror movie? Uh, the Conjuring. Oh wow! Yeah, those are kind of just good, creepy ones. Yeah, like the yeah, but I'm I'm saying yeah because the story, I would say like it's got the it's got all those elements of horror and it works well. Granted, they're not all on the same level, but it's got a good yeah. story. It's tense. It's scary. You know, bad tense. And it's got jump scares. So, what's that's like the horror movie trifecta, right? Yep, it yeah. is. And it's got like all. recognizable actors. So that's like the horror movie steroids. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm like, <laughs> yep. They're making people too out of that movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that guy that kind of looks like Chris Pine, but he's not. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is true. Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to mental health, I guess I start with the cliche question. I usually start with a cliche question and then people start talking and I come up with better questions. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's the that's the method. That's the system. Uh <laughs> when it comes to mental health, what is one thing that you wish people understood about it? I mean, obviously there's a lot of misconceptions and a lot of gray area and cloud and fog. But like if you could pick one specific thing, what would you, you know, like to get across to people, what would it be and why? I would get it across that it's the same as a physical injury um, with mental health and mental illness is like, if you break your arm, you have to go through rehab and take care of it and make sure that it's, it's healthy. And it should be the same way with your mind. It's like your mind can be broken um, very mm -hmm. badly. Some people more than others. And I wish people knew that. So like, say at work, I take a sick day because I have a cold. And everyone's like, oh, don't come into work. You'll get other people sick. But when I have a mental health day, it's kind of looked uh, frowned upon a little bit because it's like, well, you can still physically work. But yeah, but mentally, I can't work. Like mentally, I'm incapable of doing this job. It's like mm -hmm. telling somebody to go out there and play baseball that has no arms. You're like, uh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah. Like, and I mean, mental health issues, mental health uh mental illnesses sorry mental illnesses also do have physical side effects too sometimes and people yeah you know exactly but yeah i mean worst, that's part of worst of both worlds <laughs> <laughs> i'm sad and i don't want to do nothing like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I, I mean that's that's one thing that's one actually that's one thing i would say that mental health issues do have uh physical traits as well yeah you know people just think it's like oh it's all in the mind and another thing like, just because someone's mentally ill, it doesn't mean that they're about to go shoot the place up. Like, they're just mentally ill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you say, like, hey, I'm mentally ill. And it's like, bro, you have so much to live for. I didn't say I was about to go kill myself. I said I'm mentally yeah. ill. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I think about that stuff, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's honestly, I know people get so surprised when, you know, when you say stuff like that. But, like, it surprises me that other people don't think about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm more like, wait. So y'all don't think about just ending it out. Y'all want to stay a lot. All right, for sure. Yeah. We just see I'm things like, differently. Wait. I'm like, you guys are having a good time right now. <laughs> Something may be wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, right. So, oh. so speaking of that, when were <clears throat> when did you become aware of your um, mental health struggles? I think looking back, it was definitely in college, but I didn't realize it. I think I just was like the whole man up thing. It's like don't mm-hmm. cry, like just oh, man up and up just go. Boston, it's cold as hell. Yeah, dude, everyone's <laughs> too, cold as hell. It's up too cold here. for warm emotions. Get you. Get yep, shit exactly, dude. You're wicked stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it was like that probably in my mid twenties when it started really hitting me, and then probably like thirties is when I finally started getting help because I never liked taking medications and P, my PCPs were just giving me random pills and it just wasn't good until I find good the therapy. But, uh, primary care physician, like you're for just sure. normal doctor. Okay. I'm just asking and, for the people uh, that don't know. Yeah. There's probably a lot of people that don't know that. I just learned I'm, it not too long ago. I'm asking for myself. <laughs> PCP. <laughs> Wait, hold on, bro. What kind of drugs? I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you down with PCP? Yeah. You know I, me. I just had to ask. I was like, hold on, bro. <laughs> I'm do- Okay, I'm sorry. I cut oh, you off. Oh, man, that's great. No, it's perfect. I, lo- I already love this. Um, <laughs> I totally forget now where we're going with this. Just so um, y'all know, this is an audio podcast. Tim is in a room. like He's so tense because he's in a room. The lights are on. If you, could, I can see his room. We can see each other's video. I have like, oh, the lights are off, actually. You know, it's a nice yeah. ambiance. A little incense lit in the back. Tim, you got to relax. You got This is the comfort zone. You got to... Oh, no. I know. That's what's the, the funniest thing about that is my nickname used to be called Relax Tim because I was never relaxed. <laughs> and it's like I'm always moving around. I don't know. Like, dude, I don't know how to relax. Like, people are like, oh, try meditation. I'm like, what is no, that? No, meditation's hard. Like, meditation's hard. And, and it don't work for everybody. That's something somebody... No. Everybody thinks that everything works for everybody, and that's not the case. I don't know. Exactly. Know what, know what was a good quote someone said? My good could be your worst, and your worst could be my good. There you go. That's true. Nailed. Everyone's and with different. that, ladies and gentlemen, the show. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about comedy. Like, we're not, I mean, regardless of if you do comedy or not, you're obviously a funny person. So I'm not talking about like, being a stand-up comedian as much as like your relationship with humor like do you think you've yeah. always been funny or do you think that it's something that you've um created inside of yourself to cope with something or some things so when i was like real younger i was even i was like a little dude and i, I would probably get picked on a little bit and uh like made fun of so once i started doing self-deprecating humor is when i started to realize what comedy was mm-hmm. and i would make people laugh about just the way i look i got big head little body like when I was like a when I was in kindergarten, they wouldn't let me run around the daycare because my head was so big and my body was so little. I'd be like headbutting kids by mistake. That <laughs> was like a walking bobblehead. And uh, I'm not. Yeah. So that. ever since that, I used to <laughs> I always love people laughing. I love it. Like it just warms my heart when you can say something and just someone laughs or smiles. And the reverse of that is, is even funnier when you say a joke and no one laughs. I think that's so funny because. In your head, you're like, this is hilarious. This is going to hit. And then someone's like, nah. You're like, man, that's wicked funny that you don't find this funny. Um, that's what yes, you just got to tell them. Used like, it that one a... was for me. Yeah. That, that, that one was for the me. guy on stage. I, yeah, that was for me. Now back to the other material. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely used it as a mask because I was so sad. And people always thought I was like in this great mood all the time. And I had everything going for me and all this. But no one knew because I was so good I've been practicing my craft of playing defense my whole whole year with comedy. Mm-hmm. So 
when I finally came out, people were like, whoa, like, I didn't know that. I thought everything was good. And I'm like, you know what? Like, you you got to think about all your other friends, too, people that aren't speaking up. Like, you got to check in on your, like, happy friends, too. There you go. Checking on your happy friends. He ain't lying. From two funny people. Uh, <laughs> yep. The funniest hey. dude in the room, he's usually miserable. No, I'm just... <laughs> no that's usually true. That's yeah, usually true. That's true. That guy's hilarious. Ooh, I hope he's seeing, I hope he's got a therapist. That's the first thing I think when I see a funny comedian. Like, man, I hope they're getting therapy. That's where my uh, that's where my bits come from. Like I'm pretty much doing a 45 minute uh, open mic with my therapist. <laughs> that's all I do. I just make jokes and that's it. And they're like, "All right, Tim, you got to really tell me what the problem is." <laughs> Eventually, we're gonna have to get down to what happened at summer camp. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, "You're paying a copay. You have to take this serious." <laughs> what is um? So, what? Speaking of that, you were talking about working with a um working with a physician do you do you meet with a therapist now um and what are your thoughts on just general therapy i think everybody should see a therapist at least once a year even if they don't think they need it i remember howard stern saying that and i thought that was very cool that like he just checks in with his like once a once a year Mm. and i love therapy at first i was against it it took me so long to find somebody like i had so many different people like one was like a very kid oriented one and i was like yeah i'm a big toddler but i'm like with this um <laughs> and then one lady had one at her fucking her um her farm she had a farm with like donkeys and horses and like i opened up the gate and you like horror movies this house reminded me of the texas chainsaw massacre house Whoa. there was like bo- there was like books opening with the wind and like chimes everywhere and i was the whole place smelled like cat pee I was like, I can't do this. So I was out of there. So then I up near Boston. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. People had a farm up in Boston, like the suburbs around there, like near the water. There's a lot of weird people. Yeah. It makes sense. A lot of weird people. So I think I tell that to everybody, like getting help is the hardest part is like one is opening up about your mental health. And two is actually going through to get the help because that's not easy whatsoever. Mm. So I was lucky enough to find somebody Six months in, he retired. So I was like, oh, crap. So then they found me a new therapist who I linked with really good. Was with her for like two and a half years. Oh, she you said you didn't give up after your first so therapist like, didn't work out? Can you can you repeat that? Because some people make it seem like, uh, you know, like, oh, I met with my first therapist. He wore a shirt that I didn't like. It didn't work. And I'm not meeting with therapists ever again. Like, what? That's such a yeah. big jump. But it's cool it to is. hear, like. Because, I mean, granted, I have that story, but, like, you know, I mean, people who know me, like, that dude's nuts. Like, who else has this story? <laughs> but there you yeah. go. There's someone else who had a therapist situation that didn't work out, and um, he continued forward as opposed to just, yeah. oh, no, this isn't for me. Oh, so, con- I mean, I'm, I'm applauding you on that. No, I appreciate it because I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, a lot of people do give up right away. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't like your shirt. I'm out of here, buddy. Yeah, um, it's like, why'd you even try yeah, you exactly. You got that far because there's usually places that are like a six month wait. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the toughest part. Like, so I had I had a therapist again, and she moved to a different job, so I couldn't even like go to her practice. So then my next therapist after that was another woman, and we did not click whatsoever. And that's real. I called up after like six meetings to the office, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for a different therapist." And she literally went like this. I'm not even lying. She goes, "Did you talk to Did you talk to her about it?" I'm like, did you just ask me if I talked to my therapist about my therapist? I'm like, no. What? Like, I have anxiety. Why would I bring that up to her? 
I'm looking for a new girlfriend. Did you talk to her about it? I'm a slap. No. Like- yeah, that's exactly what she did. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, where am I going for help? But now I have a new therapist. And he's actually the he's actually the father of my old therapist. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes the dad has to come in and do what the son couldn't. Um, yeah. shout out to the dads. <laughs> Wherever they are. <laughs> So for those of y'all, for those who don't know, like I'm from Detroit, Michigan, grew up in um, you know, urban Detroit. Urban Detroit is real black. There was actually a comedian at this open mic I guest hosted last night. He was like, I knew Joe was black, but Joe said he was from Detroit. Like he's black. Like <laughs> But like in the black community, you know, talking about therapy, mental health, and these kind of things. Like, people either say you got a demon inside of you or they just act like it doesn't exist, you know? And it's, like, got this incredibly negative stereotype and stigma around it. How is it in the uh, community that you grew up in? Like, what's the stigma around mental health and so forth? Uh, Yeah, like, you nailed it on the head earlier. It is, like, Boston is really rough and rugged. And growing up, you kind of just made fun of people like that, Uh, unfortunately. Like, you would see, like, a homeless guy, and he'd be talking to himself. And you'd be like, oh, that guy's crazy. In reality, he probably has schizophrenia or something else. And you didn't know it at the time because you're a young, Mm -hmm. ignorant idiot. Um, But even coming out, like, in high school, no one really talked about it. And I think if, like, you were sad, you were just a big wuss. Like, people would just just shit on you Mm -hmm. so it was definitely tough but it gave us all thick skin so people that make dark humor jokes i like because i do that Mm -hmm. so when people don't take it seriously but they are taking it seriously that's the best because they're trying and they just want to like be in on the joke so i love it when people do try but yeah i love when people are kind of hard on you too i can dig that yeah so speaking of the dark humor who who are some of your favorite comedians Oh, man. Well, I think we can both agree. Bill Burr is a big one. Yeah, he's all right. Um, no, I'm just playing. He's oh, really good. He's yeah, really right, good. Pal. I'm talking shit. He's a, he's a local hero. <laughs> no, Bill, um, I mean, he's not a national hero at this point. Yeah, it's very true. He it's tells it like true. it is. I mean, I look at him as like, well, no, I'm not going to say that. But he tells he it like He has a black wife. Well, no, I wasn't His talking about. Him. I was just gonna call him the white Dave Chappelle, but I was like, well, that's that's, but that's not the case. Like his humor is still different. They talk about different things. They have right. intersections. But did I'm, you know that? Did you know that Bill Burr was on the Chappelle show? Mm-hmm. I know. I saw oh, him yeah. on the racial draft episode. He's on. He's on the yep. Sam Adams episode. Yep. And it's crazy to go back and watch because when I was watching Chappelle show when I was younger, yeah, you don't know. You just think it's some white dude. And it's oh shit, yeah. that's Bill Burr. Like that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Okay, so you were saying Bill Burr? Who we agree is I, I, Bill Burr? Super nice. Yeah. And then I like going old school a little bit and okay. like Rodney Dangerfield, Don Rickles, like those guys okay. are like timeless to me because they're just the quick witted comedy is great. Like Mitch Hedberg is another one I really like. I love Chappelle. Patrice O'Neill was was very underrated. Um not then, like all comedians. the legends too. Hmm? Not by comedians, but yeah. I see, I think I like Patrice O'Neill a lot. No, no, no. I agree. I'm saying like that in a good way. Like I think you know, comedians oh, yeah. hold them in high esteem, but you're right. Like the average person will be walking around like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He was from Boston too, right? Um, I think, I don't know. I think so. I know he was actually really good friends with Dane Cook and Dane Cook's from Boston. Nice. My introduction to Dane Cook was that movie he did at the fake Walmart. Oh, good luck, Employee Chuck. of the Month? Mm-mm, good Luck, Chuck. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never seen that. 
Yeah, sorry. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I watched it in college. <laughs> Speaking of college, let me ask you this. And I'll start while you think about it, because this is a lengthy question. Compared yep. to now, like where you are not right now today, what is your mental health situation like compared to college? Because mine is just so much better. Like, so much better. Like, <laughs> there were times I thought about jumping out of the team plane. Like, when we coming back home from games. <laughs> I don't think about jumping out of the planes anymore, so. That's good. Without but, like, I meet with a therapist. You know, I take medicine and all that. I actually got a new psychiatrist. My uh, my psychiatrist retired. Um, How's that going? Jeez. Uh, yeah. But, hey, the new dude I met with him today, he's fantastic. So. I'm very happy about it's that. Good to hear. Yeah, that's a win. It's a big win. I actually just did an episode about um, the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist because a lot of people, you know, don't know. Yeah, I always get them mixed up. I just know one of them can prescribe you meds; the other one can't. That's the that's the big difference. That's the big difference right there. Yep. But yeah, so what were you saying about your um, mental health situation now versus college, like? Yeah, I um, I, I would say a lot. Go ahead. Really? Oh yeah, like I remember being sad a lot. Like, and it's funny because you know I, I didn't really drink like that in college, um, but I'd have definitely probably been an alcoholic if I was drinking in college. <laughs> but you hated playing football though, so that makes sense. Yeah, I liked beating people, but yeah, yeah. I was telling. See, somebody I think that. I was. The- oh, go ahead. I think I was the opposite. I think I had better time in college because my big thing is I hate getting older. So like I was like having like fun. I dropped out of college. I was a season D's get degrees type of high school kid. So I barely got through high school. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I think I put it off to the side because I was a potty guy. Like I went and drank and, and did whatever. And um, yeah, so I think it would be opposite. I think once I started getting older, I realized I'm like, man, the world is friggin' scary. What makes and you afraid of getting I, older? I don't know what it is, man. I think like people move on. Like I, I like your friends go different ways. It's like, that's the one thing I can't get over. And I don't know why is like getting older should be good. But I think I just love the old times so much that I didn't appreciate it at, at the time that I'm so focused on it, but I'm not living in the moment. And that's what I'm trying to work on with my therapist. I feel that. It's tough. Yeah, no, it's definitely difficult because you got to, it goes back to what you were talking about with the meditation and like trying to be mindful and that kind of thing and present in the moment. It definitely does take work, you know? Yeah. It takes hard work. Um, why, what am I trying to say? So you were saying that, you know, people get older and, you know, they go their different ways. Is it the getting older that scares you or is it more just the change to what the norm was? That's a great question. See, I hate change too. Mm. So I think it is a good combination of the both. But like when you get older, it's like, who knows what's going to happen? Like COVID happened. It's like mm-hmm. the world might blow up tomorrow with the, how things are going. So but even if it's it does, like bag. nothing matters. I know it, it really does. Isn't it funny that nothing in life really matters if you think about it? Yeah. I mean, like it's not funny, just ma- but it's just, yeah, time will get us all. Like that, That's a- what I'm saying. Like, People that take things seriously, I'm like, dude, we're on a floating rock and there's we don't even understand space or we can't even get to the bottom of the ocean and we're worried about this. I agree. Yeah, don't get me, don't get me started. 
<laughs> no, that's what the show is for. Like being able to say these things that you think that you usually don't I say. Know. And I'm the most uncomfortable person in the world. So this is perfect for me. <laughs> you want to know uncomfortable? So I was in New York last week, last weekend at a comedy show, um, which I performed at, by the way. And uh, this comedian was talking about Mein Kampf, Hitler's book. And he was talking about uh, like, you know, re- reviews for it. Like I said, like four stars on Amazon, like in the U.S., and like I remember looking at the first review, and it was just so racist. And I was like, "Seriously? I don't yeah, know." It's like, are you surprised? <laughs> yeah, no. But I'm, but I'm saying that to say, like, I think that's where my like, we all gonna die anyway comes from. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> whatever, dog. Like, you ain't messing with me or my family. Just continue leaving your Amazon reviews. <laughs> you faceless, <laughs> nameless person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. With some bootleg ass name too, like yeah. a username. Like, come on, Swift Death Blade Angel 69. XX. Yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah. Death Angel? <laughs> two Don't X's even... at the beginning, two X's at the name. <laughs> Don't even know anybody that's died. My dog died. Shut up. Like, <laughs> That makes you metal. Your dog died. Like <laughs> dog died. Bought Mein Kampf. <laughs> Scrabbles was on to the grand solution. But anyway, <laughs> I would love to know what you know on Amazon. It says suggested items. Like, what is the suggested item for that? You think a white bed sheet and a cross with lighter fluid? <laughs> I'd say I'd say I'd say dirty tank, dirty white tank tops. I feel like dirty white tank tops. Yeah. Definitely unpaid child support. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, do you have a folder to keep all your unpaid child support envelopes in? No, just suggested <laughs> items. What would be another suggested yeah. item? Probably a Confederate just, flag. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be up there. It's got to be, be up, up there. there. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. It is funny, and probably a bottle of iodide. Just anyway. Sorry, I'm really thinking about that. Like, what would be some other suggested items? Because yeah, based on the question. dude who was talking, like, a mask so people couldn't see your face. <laughs> yeah. You know, Riot gear. Voice changer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't it crazy how many people, like, are so brave because there's so many different ways to hide, like, so many different things to hide behind now? And, yeah, I, and I'm not even drivers. And I'm not even just talking about just like people talking or like that kind of thing. I'm talking about even like how people can't post photos without them being uh, without putting filters on them. Because I ain't gonna lie, when yeah. social media first came out, I sound old. When social media first came out, <laughs> a filter was just changing the hue and like the exposure levels of a photo. But now, like it's changing faces. Yeah, you know, everyone's got Photoshop. It's it's ridiculous. Like, what what yeah. world are we living in these days? It's a fake one sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, people don't care. They're just like, yeah, let me make my neck wicked skinny, and it's it's so obvious too, which is even funnier. You know what makes me mad? When people get mad at you for getting mad at them <laughs> for doing that, like. This is obviously a lie. I can't feel good about myself. You can do whatever you want to do, but when you make this your profile photo and someone's waiting on you at the bar, don't be mad when they jump back in horror. Like, <laughs> you like, can't give people be what they want. Yeah. I'm not, I don't even say give people what they want, but at a certain time, like I was thinking about this. 
Uh, I got a friend whose girlfriend takes like, I think he said like 45 minutes on average to put on makeup. At a certain point in time, at what point in time do you have, like, you doing that much for makeup, like, at what, what what's the time limit for us to go into, like, you're living a lie territory? Because I'm going to yeah. say, like, you know what, I ain't going to say nothing, but... <laughs> Yeah, if someone's gonna yell at us for sure. Now. For real. <laughs> well, first of all, here's here's what I say to whoever's about to yell at us: Men don't get to wear makeup. Men don't get to wear heels. Men don't get to wear spanks. Men don't get. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that men don't get to do to enhance their appearance. All you can do is put on some shorts and a t-shirt, or like some jeans yeah. and a t-shirt. So gray sweatpants or some. Yeah, you know, if you're feeling frisky. Um, <laughs> But, like, I don't know. Like, if it takes you that long to put on makeup, I mean, it's, you know, that's a lot of time. Like, I know. I get I get bored real quick. I, that's a lot of time. What are some things you do when you get bored? Like, what do you find yourself doing? Because you were talking about ADHD. Oh, before that, explain ADHD. Just a brief overview for the people that don't know. Because I've talked about, so far, just depression and anxiety. I haven't talked about ADHD yet. Yeah, yeah. Attention deficit hypomanic disorder is uh, is kind of pretty much what you think it is, but with a little bit more to it, like paying attention, not making eye contact, being very erratic. Um, and the biggest thing is your memory that people forget is like your memory loss kind of is a big one. And I'll, I'll start doing things and I'll be halfway through it. Like I'll be getting ready to make like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, leave the jelly open, the door knocks. I start looking through my mail. I'm like, Oh, I forgot to do this. I'll go upstairs, feed the cats. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Like I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's very, I hate it sometimes because I feel like I'm not professional in a way because I can't pay attention. So like say at my job or I'm meeting somebody and like my eye contact isn't as good as up to par as them, or I seem distracted. It's like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just trying. I'm like, I feel like I'm like Dr. Strange at times. I'm like, I just want to see and do everything all at once. I feel like he's the ADHD Marvel superhero. <laughs> that makes sense. Have you seen that movie? Right. Everything everywhere all at once. No. Oh, you should check it out. It's really good. Wow, sounds, you got you got me with the with the show and a movie. It sounds really. I mean, it's it's really good. Like I'm not gonna spoil any of it for you, but it's really good. Like when, right, when you're talking we, about doing everything all at once, I I just assumed you saw that movie. Sorry. Um, no, that's just how I feel. <laughs> I don't make eye contact. Like I never. I mean, I never make good eye contact. I'm either looking at your forehead or at the floor. Like I don't got time for you to think. You know, and like what's. Who said it was cool to make eye contact? That's what I want to know. Like, when did that yeah, become right. like? Because animals see that as a sign of aggression. Yep. Like what? They, I don't know. We do so many I don't weird give off, things. I don't want to give off bad vibes. Like, I I don't want to give the sex eye by mistake. You know what I mean? Get myself in trouble. But like, that's, I was just looking. That's true. The sex eye will get careful. you locked up these days. Yep. In and out of social media, but like, I don't know. I've always wondered that. Like. When, like, well, who made it the norm to, like, look people in the eye? It's so uncomfortable. I mean, now, granted, like, it's more uncomfortable for some people than others, but, like, it makes me physically unwell. Yeah. <laughs> like, my stomach starts getting nauseous. I start to feel pain. But you're wicked tall, so you can kind of get away with it. Like, I'm too little, so everyone's, like, looking down at me anyway, and I'm like, oh, crap. Shit, you'd be surprised. Because when you're tall, everybody's yeah. looking up at you, like, are, are you listening? And I'm like, I'm listening, but I'm just not... <laughs> looking at your eyes 
See, you have so many things to look at when you're looking down. You can look at people's feet, shoulders. I got to look at like their kneecaps and uh, their chin. <laughs> okay, now people are going to think you're a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, Joe had a leprechaun. It was a very nice discussion. And a he leprechaun had a with leprechaun. ADHD. <laughs> yep. Where'd you have to go? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Where to go with that? <laughs> so, so with today being Cinco de Mayo, and with the joke that I will not repeat that you cracked earlier, not because it's not funny, just because it's not my joke and it's not my place to yep. tell. You know, it's actually hilarious. Um, <laughs> is today like, have you found that today has gotten easier every year since you've been removed from that situation? It definitely is, but I still have my time that I like reflect and just kind of let it all out. Like this morning, I was just like doing my thing where you like listen to music. And mm-hmm. even if the music's not set, like I was like crying to music. And then the Yin Yang Twins bad came on and I was kind of like <laughs> half crying still. And I was like, this is the weirdest time to start crying. Like I'm looking for a dime. That's top of the line. Slim waist, skewed face with a big behind. And I'm like in my kitchen, like tweeting about my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the weirdest thing in the world so like yeah that goes to show that i'm getting a little bit better okay. with uh handling it but yeah trying to the yin yang twins is uh was on my checklist i guess <laughs> it's such a weird <laughs> song to cry to. it's such a weird song to cry to but everyone has had a weird song that's come on because everyone's got the shuffle feature like i think the weirdest song i've ever cried to was uh it was probably like a little john in the east side boy song like oh They'll get you hyped though. Yeah, but I was definitely like not. I was crying like hard. Like like it came on and it's just like it's hella bass and he's still crying. Like yeah, he's like what? He's like I'm still crying. I'm still what? Sad. I'm still crying. Okay, but um, uh-huh. yeah, I can dig that. What are yeah? And I meant to. I mean, I didn't mean to ask you this earlier, but what are um, what are some things that you do to keep yourself? Because you know, people people say like, oh, I got ADHD. And they'll just zone out and like it's just an excuse to just tap out of everything. But like what are some things yeah. <laughs> that you do to stay involved in like like you were talking about these business meetings and these um, you know, social gatherings for lack of a better word, group of words. Right. It's um it's different in a sense with at work I can take notes, even though I'm not a good note taker, but if I write keywords down, then I'll rejog my memory so i make sure to like really focus in and take my meds like right before then so i can uh, not mess up at work Mm -hmm. when it comes to friends and i can always be like uh just messing with them and like i know what they're talking about but another one is like it's kind of like taking notes when you don't have a notepad with somebody so like if i'm struggling or if i i mess up and i look away and i come back and i don't really understand what's going on Mm -hmm. i'll repeat like the last couple words they say so those words are in my head and i'm like oh okay they're talking about this Mm -hmm. unless they end the story then i'm screwed and then and if i have a pop quiz later that day oh my god i'm failing it um (laughs) but yeah a lot of the things I, i and it's little things i notice too is body language someone told me if someone's talking to you and their feet aren't pointing at you, that means they're not interested. So like if I'm talking to somebody and that happens to me, mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll, I'll move on. So I make sure when I'm listening to somebody, I have my feet towards them. Mm. I don't know. So, but then, but, but then the thing is I'm looking at my feet too much. And I didn't re- I didn't recall what they just said. <laughs> you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like I Exactly. I'm trying. I'm trying. And I mean, that's, I made an episode about that. Like I think it actually came out today on May 5th. This episode will not be coming out on May 5th, but <laughs> it was talking about like trying your best because 
And I mean, I think I talked about like, you know, it's easy to, uh, you know, see Kanye West have like an episode or something like that and, you know, judge mm-hmm. him. It's easy to see anyone dealing with a mental health issue, have an episode and judge him. But what about the other, like, you know, if that's 1% of the, you know, of the what about the other 99% of the times they didn't go off? Like, do they not get credit for that? Like, is it all? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a really good point, man. Yeah, because like. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like, if you if you're doing anything to address your mental health, well, okay, I can't say anything because now someone's gonna be like, "Well, I eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to help with my schizophrenia." That's yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're making an informed decision to work on your mental health, I would consider that yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, significant. I like it. But yeah, when you were talking about trying your best, I don't think people think about that. Like, cause people are doing no, they the best don't. they can. Yep. Unless it's like the close people in your life, like uh, like a significant other or friends that they'll they'll see how you're trying. But yeah, the run of the mill person, they they read about you on like social media and they just put you in a box and you're like, oh, he's just crazy. Yeah, he's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You um, are you speaking of you were talking about uh, loved ones. Are you close with you like your parents? I'm close with my mom. Uh, funny enough. Uh, so I grew I grew up with like a father figure who ended up not being my biological father. Uh, about three years ago, I found and this isn't the reason it actually happened right in, uh, around this time after is I took a DNA test and found out I had a whole different father and half siblings. How did that affect you? Oh, my God. It was a role. At first, I was like, because. I, I wanted to kill myself and then something like that happened. I was like, oh, this is interesting. So like I got into it. Then I got really sad because like I'm still a secret to the family, mm-hmm. but I meet up with him like every so often and like me and him talk. He just doesn't want, he doesn't want his like life ruined pretty much. And like people are like, it's not your fault. Like you can do that. But on my side, it's like, I don't want to be a wrench in the gears. Like I don't want his kids to like have any reason to hate me. And then after a while, I just stopped giving it, giving a shit. Uh-huh. So I was just like, you know what? Let them live their lives. I'm awesome. So they're missing out. So whatever. Like, do you. How would you say that affected you emotionally? Because like uh, anytime yeah. you're talking about, I mean, that's a that's a hell of a roller coaster to be on too. Like you said, you found you found all this out recently. Have you noticed um, you know, like any emotional responses to it? Yeah, I would I would laugh about it and joke with people. And then the more I laughed and joked, the more sad I got inside. And I was just like, I would think about like my whole life. And I was like, wait, I wasn't really supposed to be here. And then it's like, wait, I wasn't supposed to be here. So I can start like just doing stuff and just being like, well, YOLO, brolo. So it's made you more, it's made you more brave. Or like you said, courageous. It brings us back to courageous. It makes yep, you more courageous. It does. That's a dude. Talk about the circus. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it. I won the game. Good job. Fine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Took- we're ending. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> But yeah, that's the circle. That makes sense. That's pretty cool. That's pretty I like cool. That. Yeah. So when it comes to podcasting, what's the, I won't say worst. Yeah. What's the worst podcast experience you've ever been a part of? It could be Ooh. one that someone came on your podcast or you went on their podcast. I think I went on the, the worst. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I think the worst one, and it's a n- no problem to them. It's like I recorded an interview with somebody. Oh, you don't have and, to say uh, your name, but I just mean no. like, what was the experience? Oh, okay. I just didn't want you to it drop was, my uh, names before it was too. No, because <laughs> no. I don't edit these. Like, <laughs> no, I, I can. I know you, so I knew that. 
<laughs> that's why I was, that's why some of the answers in my head seem like I'm buffering. That's real. It's hard to think when uh, we talk. More people should. Yeah, they should. They should. Yeah, I was on a podcast and we recorded the interview and all this stuff. And then I messaged them like a little bit after that. I was like, hey, you released in that episode? And they were like, uh, the file got deleted. We have to re reschedule and redo it again. So I didn't do a second interview twice. And it's not that like, I, I don't like my time wasted, but they're such a good person. I obviously didn't mind doing it again, but that was like the worst I would, I would assume that I went through. All the guests I've had have been pretty cool for the most part. I haven't had any issues. Um, and I, I'll do anyone's show. I don't care. Like I'll be on anyone's show. And if you're listening up. and you got a podcast and you want Tim to come talk, he'll be on your show. I will. Got, I'm not gonna lie. I just thought about it. You've been rolling. You, you've been talking longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. I know. That's see. That's what it is. Okay. So that's the running gag now because I need to be entertained. You're very entertaining. So that will keep me together. So I'm working on it. This is what I'm doing. My feet are pointing at the computer. And so, so when I have a new guest on, it's even funnier. They're like, "Oh, is this interview going to be 20 minutes?" I'm like, "Oh no, that's just like a running gag now. Like that's my name, 22 minutes, because I can only pay attention for 20 minutes." <laughs> So Shout out funny. to all the people who have 20-minute interviews on Tim's uh, show in the future. You'll know that you were bored. Yep, no. yep exactly. Right, that's our time. Exactly. <laughs> yep, like wrap it up. When you um, So you were talking, you, you mentioned ADHD. Were you made aware of this? When did you find out you had ADHD? I always had it undiagnosed. Everyone knew. Uh, just because I was I'm such like a, a, a like extreme case of it. Like the most doses you can take for Adderall is 60 milligrams mm-hmm. i take 50 a day okay and um so at and school people would notice i was like talking during like talking during classes like i thought i was just being like a regular high school kid but mine was so severe that like i was falling asleep during the sats because i got so bored of it and like <sighs> i just never took good notes like i just didn't care and then like i would look around i would count like the ceiling tiles on the on the roof instead of learning about math like I'm doing my own math while I'm trying to get taught math. And, uh, but yeah, I always knew I wasn't diagnosed until I was like in my young, uh, low thirties. I'm 36. Now I didn't start getting professional help until like too, not too late, but later than I should have. I can dig that in a perfect world. When would you have started getting professional help? Like if you could, Oh, perf- 18, I think that should be like a legal requirement. Like you, you get 18, you're legal. And then, you get to find a therapist and see what happens. It's like a you, you got to catch them all like a pokeball. There's no you gotta money find your therapist. That. That's not happening here. This is a capitalist economy. No. Oh yeah, God no. You said perfect world. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. We we're in a different world. world. Yeah, in a perfect world, candy doesn't have calories. That's a perfect world. Oh yeah, that's true. What's your favorite candy? Uh, Sour Patch Kids. Ooh, you got to get a good bag, though. You got to get a good bag. Yes. That's what I was about to say. It's a tie between those and hot tamales because hot tamales are more consistent. Wow. I haven't heard anyone drop a hot tamale. What do you like, Mike and Ike's, too? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All of that. Do I know what's in it? Absolutely not. If I found out, (laughs) would I still eat it? Probably. Like, I remember when I found out what was in Slim Jims. As I was eating the Slim Jim, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Look like (laughs) (laughs) Snap into it. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I guess I'm I'm not gonna stop eating these. Like these are delicious. I actually haven't had a Slim Jim in like three years now. <laughs> it's funny how they'll show you how things are made and we'll still eat it. Like chicken nuggets at McDonald's that made like terribly. And we're like, yeah, these are delicious. That's like that's the definition of an addiction, right? Or no? I think so. Yeah. Food can like you know it's bad for you and you still do it. Yeah. 
I mean, I do. And my therapist told me this because she was talking about like um, eating disorders, like you know, people who overeat. And she was saying that a lot of the serotonin is metabolized in your stomach. So, like, mm. you know, food addiction is uh, when you think about you know science, but when you think about it uh, from that level, it's uh, you know, it's not as crazy because you know people just be like, like. I, so, you know, I played in college. I mean, I played college football. And there was a, a team doctor there. And, I mean, the sassiest team doctor you've ever heard of. <laughs> but they were talking about a player who was having trouble, you know, managing his weight. And the doctor's like, all he needs to do is a couple plate pushes. That's when you put the fork and knife down and you push the plate away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm stealing that one. But I'm like. If it was that easy, he'd do it, right? Like, and there's got to. Right. I remember thinking, like, there's got to be something psychological tied to this, but now I know about the serotonin and all that, which is what oh brings God. me back to calorieless candy. No, yeah, but yeah, yeah, food addictions because serotonin comes from the stomach. You learn something new every day. Okay, I was literally going to say that. <laughs> I learned about literally. The, I learned about the feed point. I didn't know that. Um, and there was something else you said too that I didn't know about. I'll come back to it. Anyway, you live in um, the Northeast. Where is your ideal place to live? I'm a big fall guy, so I, I think like a little bit off the reservation. I'm not a. I like the city, but not as much. Like a little bit rural. Okay. Um, I I really like North Carolina, South Carolina. I went to college in Charlotte, so I like that area a lot. I think I would if I retired, I'd go down to like South Carolina. No, wasn't that pretentious of me to ask you that? Like I just knew it wasn't Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think anyone wants to retire in Boston. No one's like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Boston and retire. What's the? What is your favorite part about Boston? Like, what's your favorite thing? Oh my. <sighs> like my I favorite. I think I'm thing. a self-loathing Bostonian. What's that mean? The seafood. The seafood. I heard the good. seafood is really good. It is. Okay. What's your favorite it's kind good. of seafood? Lobster. Really? Have you ever had crawfish? Lobster and shrimp. No, and I want to really bad. They don't have them up here. Yeah. No, they're just little tiny lobsters. I've never had lobster before. I remember going to Red Lobster and feeling so bad for the lobsters. <laughs> like, wait, so they're going to kill all these lobsters and cook them? Oof. I can't eat lobster, but give me some of that chicken and steak. Like, <laughs> <laughs> At a Red Lobster. <laughs> I it's like getting a steak at Uno's. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Red Lobster with the cheddar biscuits. Red Lobster used to have really good chicken tenders. Granted, I've not been since I was a child. But Do they do they still exist? I think so. I will I've Google them, but that would be unprofessional, so I'm going to do it later. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just in my keyboard. <laughs> Add um, it in the show notes. Yeah, true. You know what? Why don't you tell us? Do you think there's a red lobster? No, I'm just playing. Red lobster's definitely still rolling, though. Look, it's going to be just my luck. I look him up. Red lobster, COVID casualty. Son of a... Yeah. There's one left in Poughkeepsie. Do you remember Chi-Chi's? Sounds familiar, but no. Okay. Maybe it was a Michigan thing. I don't know. Sorry. Chi-Chi's. They don't... They they are. They've been closed. Like, I think somebody got salmonella or something like that. (laughs) They had to shut down, like, every... It's not funny, because... Because people lost their jobs, but right. But okay. Speaking of things that I remember, do you remember Discovery Zone? DZ, the Discovery Zone. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted to live there when I was a child. Like I remember thinking, like one day I'm gonna make enough money, I'll never have to leave. Yeah. And they're not around. 
Nope. COVID would have definitely taken them out. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but that was like, that was a kid's paradise. I remember going to people's birthday parties there, purposefully skipping the birthday song so I could play in the uh, playscape by yep. myself. Oh, oh, I missed it. Sorry, guys. Let me get Sweating. a slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then run right back. <laughs> you know, you, I know you've got a dog, but you don't have kids, right? No, I got two okay. dogs and two cats. It's a mad dog. You you thought your dogs had energy. Kids have all kinds of energy. It's cute though. Yeah. They just wake up and go, don't they? They really do. And it's crazy because I used to hate kids. Now I realize I didn't hate kids. It was just a lot of bad parents. It's a lot of bad parents out there. Yeah. Um, it is. Cause like I see my kids and I'm like, oh, the kids. I mean, because kids come out as blank slates. Like, and people don't want to acknowledge that, but they come out as blank slates. And yeah. You know, Got to mold them. Yeah, you got to mold them. And I mean, there are some things that you are born with, but some things you're not. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I um. Oh, I meant to ask you this. Have you seen Moon Knight? Not yet. Not okay. yet. How is it? I think it's pretty good. Well, it's, it's this uh, season finale is over now, but this is the most like I've ever heard like mental health discussed in a Marvel movie. Now this this dude had DID. Um, I think he had DID. I'm not sure. I don't know. Now Some kind of multiple personality. Uh, because <clears throat> that's what dissociative identity disorder. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's what I think. But let's just say he had multiple personalities. Um, and they talked about it a lot, and like you know, they went back into the past to show how he developed these things and that kind of thing. And I'm like, wow, this is Marvel's trying to cover all their bases. Like the first mentally ill superhero. Like, but the- yeah. <laughs> But that's really what it is, you know. Um, but yeah, I was interested to hear what you thought about the show. So when you do watch it, let me know what you think. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm that's like good. That. I heard nothing but good things. Yeah, like it's therapist. Uh I mean, I mean, some of it is like typical corny mental health stuff, like asylum scenes and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But some of it the is like, okay, jacket. this is legit. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. And this will be the last question. Well, second to last question. Has your mental health ever affected, like, any relationships? Like a serious... And I'm not talking about, like, oh, this is my girlfriend, but, like, like me, for example. Like, my mental health lost my youngest daughter, a godfather. I had a different godfather. Mm-hmm. Long story short, like, you know, he just didn't get it. Um, but, Yeah. So have you ever has that ever happened in your life? Yeah, I would say with with Lindsay, my my wife, it was a big one. But I would say I had a friend I was really close with, and uh, when I was really having my spirals and stuff, I would I wasn't saying like the most like nicest things or like just like just being like a bad person or being like uh, just mentally just not stable. And I ended up apologizing to him and like saying like all this stuff, and then like the next day until now, I still haven't heard from him. And he was like, he accepted the apology and everything. And he doesn't understand about like mental health. And like, I tried to explain it to him and it just didn't, it just didn't register in his head. I don't think, but yeah, we had a weird falling out and I haven't really talked to him since. I dig that. Huh. It sucks. Cause like I said on the, I've said this before and I say it to people all the time, like if you could see it, it would be a totally different discussion. Like there'd uh-huh. be no stigma and all these other kinds of things, but you can't see it. So now it's, you know, does it really exist? Just cause you don't, you know, 
Big what uh, what would it look like to you if it did exist? I would say you're like your head changes a different color, <laughs> like red, blue. See, it's weird. If I thought it existed, I would just think that like this cloud would legitimately just start developing over and around you. That's like, good. You know what I mean? Like a really dark cloud, not black. Yeah, but like pretty close. You know, like everyone had their cloud. Some people's were a happy cloud. Some people's were uh, like a bad cloud. Yeah. Because, you know, when they talk about like, oh, you know, emotions, the raging storms inside. So I immediately think of weather and clouds. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I mean. But the cloud wouldn't be like light. Like it would be heavy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a not maybe not a weighted vest heavy, but noticeably like heavy, you know? Yep. Um. Yeah, you're 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 uh, yours sounded a lot better. Like <laughs> looking back at it, like <laughs> I could have just, just not answered head. that question. Yeah, like you talk about changing hair color. What's yours, Joe? The cloud that kills you. Like, oh my god, but <laughs> that's deep. That's, that's yeah, deep. and you were like a you were like a cloud, but it's heavy. It's heavy because you know I don't know. It's just a cloud. You can't see, but like I mean, it squeezes the life out of you too. Yep. You know, um, is there anything that you want to say before we leave? Like, let's say because I always do ask people if there's someone that's listening to this right now that you know identifies with, with things that you're saying and how you feel. Um, you know, wonder how they're going to get to the next, you know, through the next day, these kinds of things. Any advice for them? Just stick with it. I always give this analogy for people. It's like, you're Mario, find your star and just truck through it and just keep going. Like whatever's in your way, just push it aside and deal with it later. Like your mental health is number one priority because you can't help other people unless you help yourself. So again, just find that star and just truck through any Goombas, Koopa Troopas, whatever have you, nice. and just get to where you need to be. Okay. That's been it, ladies and gentlemen. Tim, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Joe, and, uh, I love you. <laughs> you're not the first person to say that. It's starting to scare me. But um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I love you too, Tim. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you for your time. Um, you want to give a shout out to your uh, podcast again and any socials or anything? Yeah, it's uh, 20 Tim Minutes. It's uh, 20, and then T-I-M-I-N-U-T-E-S. It's easy to find me. That's all my social media, my website. If you just type in Tim McCarthy, 20 Tim Minutes, you will find me. Come this say man hello. This is branded. He's branded like USDA Prime B. Damn right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.